What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi there, Gabby here. This podcast is intended to educate, inspire, and support you on your personal journey towards inner peace. I'm not a psychologist or a medical doctor and do not offer any professional health or medical advice. If you are suffering from a psychological or medical condition, please seek help from a qualified health professional. If you're a regular listener of this show, you know that for the most part, I'm pretty chill. And believe it or not, that's true even when it comes to my parenting style. I'm that mom who can stay calm even during a four-year-old meltdown. Seriously. And I know that's kind of a brag, but it's something that I'm proud of. And you might be wondering, okay, Gabby, really? How do you stay calm when your kid's freaking melting down? Well, well, number one, I know I can trust the universe when the shit hits the fan. That's period. And number two, I lean heavily on my meditation practice. I've been meditating daily for 17 and a half years. Yep, that's right. I've never skipped a day of meditation. I just haven't. And it is this practice that has helped me navigate the most stressful situations in my life. And it's also given me the ability to really lower my anxiety level. So whether you already have a meditation practice or if you've never tried it before, I want to help you cultivate that same sense of inner peace. And it comes with practice and it comes with commitment. And that's why I'm giving you my most impactful guided meditation for anxiety relief. And it's totally free. It's yours. It's a gift from me. People, it's free. So take advantage of this today. This also happens to be one of my favorite meditations, so I'm really excited to share it with you. You can download my free meditation for anxiety relief at deargabby.com slash anxiety. I promise you that this practice is going to really help you begin your journey toward profound inner peace. It will give you a tool for self-soothing in moments of anxiety and stress. And I just want you to use it so that you can really create that beneficial inner state of peace that can be very sustainable when you practice and you show up and you give yourself that permission to turn inward. That's deargabby.com slash anxiety. Hey there. Welcome to Dear Gabby. I'm your host, Gabby Bernstein. And if you landed here, it is absolutely no accident. It means that you're ready to feel good and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Let's get started. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. 
have just got the most divine topic for you. So get psyched, get psyched, get psyched. And the topic is I create boundaries with love. Woo, take that in, take it in. And there's so much to this topic of boundaries. So many of you, when we've been asking on the Facebook group about what topics you want me to talk about, I can't even begin to tell you how many of you guys have said boundaries. I want to hear about boundaries. And so we have so much greatness for you on this topic. There were so many questions on it. And it started with somebody asking this interesting question. They said, in judgment detox, you teach that we can dissolve all boundaries with love. In Super Attractor, you teach about creating loving boundaries to protect your good feeling emotions. You also teach that oneness is our true nature. So how do we reconcile the idea of oneness with the idea of boundaries? Such a good question. And what are the boundaries we want to dissolve and what are the boundaries we want to create? Let's first start with this. How do we reconcile the idea of oneness with the idea of boundaries? Oh my goodness, what a good one. So here's the deal. You can see someone with tremendous love and oneness and still create a boundary that is backed with that faith and oneness as long as you are committed to creating boundaries with love. Let me give you an example. So a year ago, I had to create a major boundary with my mom and my stepfather. And this had probably been like 10 years coming because I was always trying to create boundaries from this place of attack. Like, why the F are you guys treating me like this? Stop doing this. Leave me alone. You're so aggressive. You're always nagging me. Just constantly fighting them, thinking I was creating boundaries. But fighting someone is not creating a boundary. It's just creating more resentment, (laughs) more drama. Creating a clear, true boundary that will stick has to come from a place of love. So in this instance with my mom and my stepfather, I finally just hit my bottom with them. I wrote them an email. It was a long email. And it opened with, I hope that you will receive this email with love. And I went on and on and on about the ways that their behavior had been affecting me. And I talked about how I felt how this makes me feel. Rather than you did this, you did that. I just said, this makes me feel this way. This makes me feel this way. This makes me feel this way. And then lovingly, I said, and with a lot of love, I am asking you to stop now, to change, to do this differently. And then I went into the benefits for me will be my nervous system will relax. I won't feel attacked. I can spend more time with you and be happy to be with you. And just listed all the benefits of what the boundary would create for me. And then I closed with, Thank you for respecting my needs and understanding this boundary is coming from a place of love. Let me tell you, people, they changed. After 10 years of being in this chaos with them, they stopped the behavior. They heard me and they changed. So the key to creating a boundary is to create that boundary with love. So all the work that you've been doing with Judgment Detox and Super Attractor, it all lines up with this final frontier, which is creating that boundary with love, with love, with love. And so it's really important to create these healthy boundaries in order to protect our energy, but to make them long-lasting and not shame people 
right? So the question was, how do we reconcile the idea of oneness with the idea of boundaries? When you create a boundary with love, you're saying to the person, I see that we are one. I recognize that you are me. That this is my experience. And with so much love and understanding, I'm asking you to change. And these would be the benefits. You know, this is how it's affecting me. This would be the, my request. And this is the benefits. Take this with love. Huge difference. But you could say all the right words. And if your energy is impact with love, it still won't work. So make sure you back it up with love. And this is going to be really important for Lisa, who said to me, she has toxic in-laws. Uh-oh. I swear to God, I wrote the book Judgment Detox for people that don't like their in-laws. <laughs> so many people be like, my mother-in-law, blah, blah, blah. So this is Lisa who has toxic in-laws. And when your husband doesn't see them as toxic is what she said. So what do you do about toxic in-laws when your husband doesn't see them as toxic? Usually we have choices to not engage and continue friendships with toxic people, but we don't have a choice when it comes to family members. So this is really about energetic protection. And so before you enter the room to be with them on a holiday or dinner or anything that you're going to do, set your intention to protect your energy and create a healthy energetic boundary. So it's not that you actually have to say anything to them. It's about you making an energetic commitment to yourself. Say this prayer to yourself silently. I set the intention right now to be loving, to be kind, and to be forgiving. But I'm also not going to be a sponge. Right now, I'm not going to take on the energy of others. I'm going to create a boundary with love. That's your prayer. I'll say it again. I set the intention right now to be loving, to be kind, and to be forgiving. But I am not going to be a sponge. Right now, I am not going to take on the energy of others. I'm going to create a boundary with love. So this is a very important prayer that I hope you can repeat every time you show up, memorize it. And every time you show up or before, an hour before, a day before you end up being with these family members or friends, set those intentions and boundaries energetically. This is really important if you're going to enter a space with someone who has a very needy energy or someone who has a really negative energy. You can even do this before a phone call or a Zoom chat. Just because somebody isn't in your physical space doesn't mean that they aren't sucking your energy out of you. So set that intention immediately and that will create an invisible wall. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be negative. It just means that you're saying, you can't get in here, right? So you have to believe that you have this invisible gatekeeper for your energy. And my very good friend, Kyle Gray, who's a medium in Europe, and he said to me this beautiful message. He guided me to this angel named Peter, who's been like my gatekeeper. He's been a guide to me. And he said that I can call on Peter when I'm around a lot of people and feel like my energy is getting depleted. So he said, open up to the idea that you have this invisible gatekeeper. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. He's like, get a book signing. When you just opened up so much for a talk and now you have all these people coming at you, ask Peter to help you. And throughout the entire Super Attractor book tour I did this, I would, just be, I would start feeling very overwhelmed because I took pictures with like hundreds and thousands of people and signed thousands and thousands of books. And it's such a privilege to do that work, but I didn't want to feel depleted by it. So I'd just be like, Peter, step in, create the wall. And so what's happening is you're creating an image in your mind of who that might be. Is it an angel? Is it a 
spirit guide? Is it a force of energy? Who is your gatekeeper? And that can come to you through meditation or just pray about it and see what signs you get. So call on the gatekeeper to close the gate when you want to protect your energy. And you can call on the energy gatekeeper by saying, thank you for closing my gate right now. Simple. Thank you for closing my gate right now. So for example, when I'm sitting at that book table and I feel all that energy coming at me, if I forget to ask Peter to come in, I start to feel that wobbliness. I almost get dizzy actually at times because there's so much energy coming at me. So as always before that, I have to just bring Peter with me to start the signing so that I'm not all messed up, right? But sometimes if I forget in the moment, I can say, oh, Peter, thank you for closing the gate. So even if you've forgotten and you feel like your energy is being sucked out of you, you could just invite your gatekeeper in right in that moment. What does skincare for down there look like for you? Chances are you're using fragranced bar soaps and body washes to cleanse your vulva, which is doing more harm than good. That's why Love Wellness is on a mission to make vaginal care simpler, safer, and more effective than what we were once used to. They formulate products without parabens, sulfates, fragrances, or any other harsh ingredients that may disrupt your vaginal pH and dry out the skin. And based on their 50,000 plus 50,000 plus five-star reviews, Love Wellness is essential intimate care. Not sure where to start? Kick off your vaginal care routine with their pH balancing cleanser. Unlike ordinary cleansers, this gentle cleanser is specifically designed for your vulva and made with safe hydrating ingredients like aloe vera and calendula. Soothe and nourish your vulva and bikini area with their new Comfy Cream, a fragrance-free moisturizer. It's a cleaner, safer take on body lotion made to protect your most sensitive skin. Love Wellness believes caring for your vagina shouldn't be complicated. Their science-backed doctor-developed solutions make feeling your best the simple. Visit lovewellness.com and use code GABBY15 to check out for 15% off your first purchase. That's L-O-V-E-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S dot com. Use code GABBY15 for 15% off your first order. And then after these encounters, and this is what I do after a talk, but after any encounter with people that are toxic for you or people that might just have been bringing a lot of energy to you, good or bad, if you haven't protected your energy before the encounter, then you can restore it afterwards. Or even when you do protect yourself before, you also want to restore it later. So you're going to say this prayer if you feel drained or negative after these interactions. I ask that any negative energy I picked up be removed, recycled, and transmuted. I ask that any positive energy I may have lost be retrieved now. This is an energetic boundary and it's an energetic clearing. So setting boundaries and protecting your energy will help you stay positive and aligned and happy. And you still can be loving and kind and gracious, but it's about creating that loving boundary and trusting that you will be taken care of even when you're in an energy of love. That energy of pushing and protecting yourself and being so forceful it won't be heard. Now, sometimes forcefulness is necessary to stick up for yourself or to protect yourself, but there can still be love behind it. In situations where there's abuse or attack, let's address that. This is about, yes, you know, there's opportunity for forgiveness and love behind the scenes, but I do want you to be very conscious of removing yourself from a situation, whether it be contacting 
911 or getting the police involved or having a friend help remove you from the situation. So I don't want to send somebody out there who's been dealing with emotional or physical abuse to just create a loving boundary. Yes, you can do that energetically when you're separated from that situation. Let's just be very, very safe with this. So there is an extreme cases when we have to literally be removed so that we're physically safe. Okay, everybody? So let's just be real about that. Let's take it seriously. Call 911 and let yourself be served, okay? And so how do we tell the truth, Elizabeth now says? How do you tell the truth and remain authentic and grounded? How do you say no from a place of love or calm while remaining friendly, especially in a work environment where I don't have time to do what's been asked? And then Sabrina echoed that and she said, how do I maintain the balance of good boundaries as well as coming from my highest self? Sometimes I think I'm wanting to come from an enlightened space, but instead I overgive and get taken advantage of. Ah, so good. Both of these questions are kind of asking the same thing. So listen, you have to learn that this beautiful concept that my friend Latham Thomas said to me, no is a complete sentence. And also accept that sometimes no is the most loving response. So when it comes to a work environment or a person that you feel is you want to act from your highest self, but you don't want to overgive. This is about recognizing that no is sometimes the most loving response. And so, for instance, in my business and my team, I've got amazing people that work with me and they really, really want to please me and they want to bring their A game to the work and they really want to show up for the mission that we're on. But sometimes they deny what they need. They deny their own needs or their own boundaries or their own capabilities. And so they'll just say yes to something that isn't comfortable for them or outside their comfort zone because they're afraid of saying no. And that never works. It always, always, always falls flat. And I really want to say that I love and respect their devotion to try to say yes to something. But if you actually feel uncomfortable about it, that yes will be more detrimental than a loving no. And so I've trained them now to understand that no can be the most loving response and actually, in my case, is the most impactful response because I don't want somebody out there for two weeks working on a project that they don't resonate with, that's triggering for them, that makes them feel not good enough, and then two weeks later to come to me and say, I'm miserable, I hate this, I can't do it anymore because that's not forward momentum, it's really hard. So the training that I've given them and I continue to is to say no when you can't do it because we have 15 other people who can do it. So chill, say no, let somebody else do it, okay? If it's something that they absolutely have to do, then I'll get them trained on how to do it. So no can be the most loving response. Not everybody's gonna have Gabby Bernstein as a boss. And let me tell you, it is a big blessing to have Gabby Bernstein as a boss. I can be a crazy woman sometimes, but most importantly, I'm really loving and I care about the people that work for me. I'm just patting my own back right now. But let's say you don't have Gabby Bernstein as a boss. You can still go to your boss or a friend or the person that you feel like you're going to disappoint and say, this is a little uncomfortable for me. I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to show up for it, but do you think you could give me some guidance or is there any direction that you recommend I take or is there a training on this that I could try? Because you're not saying I'm not willing to do what you need me to do. You're saying I need some help, right? It's a big one. And we have a lot of issues around saying no. I mean, think about it. So many people just say are yesers. And a lot of these issues stem from people-pleasing behavior and the need to receive approval And our work is to really start to recognize that doing anything that's out of alignment with our core beliefs and truth won't work. And so as we become this person on a spiritual path and we start to accept this, we realize that no is the most loving response. So some people are going to resist 
your nose, they're 100% going to be like, then you can't have the job or you got to figure it out. Manipulative folks will do whatever it takes to turn your no into a yes, right? So if you're in those manipulative relationships. So be mindful of these people and trust that the more you exercise the word no, the more it will become second nature for you. So if you have trouble saying no, just start to take an inventory of the areas of your life which you're saying yes when you really want to say no. This is a very powerful practice. I want you to open your journals and do this practice. So make a list of all the ways you're avoiding saying no, and then clearly outline how it's affecting your relationships and your happiness. And here are some questions that you can ask yourself. So number one, in what instances do I avoid saying no? So make a list. Might be a very long list. Just get clear. Number two, how does this behavior affect me? It makes me sick. It makes my stomach hurt. Be very specific. Long, long list. Number three, how does this behavior affect the other people involved? Woohoo, big one. Because in my case, if you were looking at my team that's been not saying no to me, how does it affect me? Well, it takes me out of momentum. It makes me frustrated. It's making the rest of the team go back on what they need to do because they may have been held up because if had we said no in the first place, we could have had somebody else do it. So you can see how it affects other people. And then how would it have helped me and the other people involved had I said no? And that's major. In my case with my team, it's like, you would just said no. And this is for so many people on my team. They just say yes sometimes when they don't mean it. Had they just said no, we would have found somebody else. We would have moved fast and moved along, moved at the speed of Gabby, as I say. So now that you have a a little bit more clarity on the next step to begin exercising your nose, this new behavior is going to require repetition. So don't worry if you start to do it poorly at first. Just get into the habit and like even do it if it's awkward and scary at first, just do it. And the more confident you get at saying no, the more people will thank you for it. So this is so major, so major in boundaries. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. It is really easy for me to talk about this product because I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I was just on the road for three weeks and AG1 by Athletic Greens was by my side. I gave it a try years ago because my gut health was an issue and it's obviously a top priority and it worked and I stuck to it. I started folding it into my daily routine a while back and I've been a convert ever since. No joke, I take AG1 every morning before I even have my coffee. And it makes me feel like I'm doing something really good for my body, like giving it the nutrition that it craves. And get this, it tastes great. I kid you not, I usually start my morning with a tall glass of water and AG1 mixed in. And it's just one scoop of powder mixed in with water once a day. That's it. AG1 is really seamless and it's easy and it's a daily habit that can stick. And very quickly after starting this routine, I noticed that it helped me improve my digestion, it gave me more energy, and it made me feel like I was really ready to take on every single day. And it supports my long-term gut health with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced ingredients. AG1 is not only the best all-in-one solution for daily nutrition, it saves you time, confusion, and money. Each serving costs less than $3 a day. If you're looking for a simpler and cost-effective supplement routine, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Gabby. That's athleticgreens.com slash Gabby. Check it out. All right. 
McKenna on the Facebook group said that she wants boundaries, 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 boundaries with friends who are in toxic situations, boundaries with people who are close, but at a different part of their spiritual journey, how to navigate continuing your journey while growing in a relationship. Okay. So in Super Attractor, I talk about this and it's a very important practice and it's about protecting your own energy from other people's words and their attitudes and their toxic situations that they've had that they want to project onto us, which is what McKenna's asking. So I tell the example of when I was going through my fertility journey and I was I was struggling to conceive, I was really open publicly about it, right? And I was talking to people about how it'd taken me three years to conceive. And in Universe Has Your Back, I wrote about how my fertility journey was my greatest teacher. And I knew that my openness was really helping people as all of my openness continues to help you. And it was really helping a lot of women who had gone through that or were going through that. But first, I felt empowered by writing and speaking publicly about it and sharing it in these new open ways. But what happens is when you get on Oprah's stage and you talk about your infertility, then every email in your support email inbox comes in with women telling me their stories. And I received texts, emails, DMs, social media messages all over the place from women all over the world wanting to share their miracle stories, but a lot of people wanting to share their struggles. And so I was so grateful for their outreach. And I want you to know if you're someone that sent me those stories, I'm grateful. But I also noticed myself feeling really down because a lot of the emails that were coming in were stories of hardship and heartache. And over the years of being a spiritual teacher, I've welcomed people's stories and held everyone in a real deep compassion bubble, right? Loving them. But this time it was really close to home for me and it was a struggle I was still living through. So I began to feel my faith begin to dwindle and I started to feel that positive momentum that I had slow down. And I started to worry about some of the stories I was hearing, like, oh, could that happen to me? That kind of thing. And I became really conscious of how other people's words were affecting me. So as soon as I noticed that I was really out of alignment and I noticed that I wasn't feeling good, I decided to pivot that. And I began to change the way I interpreted their information. So when you're getting toxic information, you can decide to interpret it differently. So when someone shared a negative fertility story with me, I immediately would help guide them to a better place. And so let's say I received a story with resistance about fertility, I'd say a prayer for that person and gently remind myself that their story wasn't mine. And I did everything I could to protect my good feeling momentum. And so after several months of just gently deflecting the negative stories and choosing to commit to feeling good, sending them prayers, just giving love, something really, really interesting happened. I noticed that I was no longer getting negative messages or comments at all. It was almost like, I was immune to them. There was nothing negative coming through. So my commitment to feeling good, right, really sent out this universal memo to all the women out there. And it said, I'm no longer a match for negative fertility stories. And so not only was I no longer hearing the negative stories, but I was also attracting so many happy stories. And so every woman I heard from was really coming to me with positive miracle stories about fertility. And even if it started with a struggle, they would tell me their miracle moment. And even if it was started with a struggle and they, maybe they never conceived, it would still end with the miracle that they're the happiest they've ever been or whatever it was. So it was amazing to see how my commitment to feeling good made me a super attractor for stories that were really going to support my intentions. And so I want you to clearly see that when people project their stories onto you or seem to naysay and blaming themselves or blaming others or putting their resistance out onto you, they are merely reflecting back to you a lingering resistance of your own. 
So you have to use these moments and opportunities to surrender, to feel good, to open super attractors, start to remember it's good to feel good. You can't control what people are saying or doing, but you can control how you choose to perceive it. It's really important, guys. Take that in. You can't control what they're saying or doing, but you can control how you choose to perceive it. And so I want you to practice protecting your good feeling emotions at all costs. And so one way that you can protect your desires is by creating that clear, loving boundary and really do that first step that I gave you of just saying that prayer. And it's not uncommon for people in your life to throw preconceived notions of who they think you should be or perhaps like what you used to be. And so these projections from other people can also be very toxic and take you out of alignment, like McKenna asked. So that when you find that your desires are being challenged by others, you want to respond by creating compassionate boundaries, right? And a lot of people come to me and they're like, oh, I want to create this in my life, but my family are bringing me down and not believing in me. And so this is where we create compassionate boundaries. And these are the boundaries that they don't need to know that you're creating them. You're doing it with your silence. So for instance, if you're prompted to talk about a desire before it's ready to be shared, you can kindly say, listen, I'm currently developing this new idea and a new project, and it means a lot to me, so I'm not going to share about it right now, and I'm not going to share about it until it's really fully developed. And I did that yesterday with my husband. I was like working on something, and he's like, tell me about it, tell me about it. And I was like, yeah, it's actually not really ready to talk about yet. I want to keep it safe. I want to keep it close, and I'll let you know when I'm ready. And so if you can request that certain topics be left alone completely, for instance, when I was trying to conceive, I had to lovingly ask my mother to stop interfering. I had to kindly told her that her actions inadvertently were triggering me to feel disappointment and feel shame. And so I asked her to instead just talk about other topics. I said, talk to me about anything else because I created this boundary with her so clearly and lovingly. She was really able to hear me and respect my desires. And I was able to protect my dream and stay connected to that good feeling. So sometimes it's impractical to create these loving boundaries. So in those situations, you're going to have to consciously disengage from people who are energetically bringing you down. So you may need to leave the room or step away because you need to meditate. If you're trying to attract more money, limit your time with the friends that you have that are constantly talking about how their financial problems are their biggest issue. (laughs) Don't hang with them. And then, you know, if you want to manifest a new partner in your life, just don't engage with your friends that are single and bitching about it. Just disengage. So if you're ready to step into this new way of being, it's about you deciding that I'm going to create this boundary with love and just remove myself and let myself be protecting of my own energy. So protect your dreams no matter what. And then there's some questions that I received from people that were about, what do you do once you've set these boundaries and family members are unhappy with it, right? So you can trust, 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 trust. If you're setting a boundary with love, that it will be felt and respected. And so the same example that I gave about my mom and my stepfather, that was a loving boundary set and it was loving and it was respected by them. So if you don't set that boundary with love and spiritually aligned action, then it's not going to stick. So let's just review as we close this topic of boundaries the spiritually aligned action method from Super Attractor, because it's when you set a boundary from this action method, it will stick, it will work. So your desire is to create a boundary, right? So step one, make sure that desire is backed with love and service. So rather than my desire is to create this boundary so they can just get off my back, my desire is to create this boundary so I can have a greater relationship with them. Like when I was talking to my mom and Mike, I was like, listen, I just want to love you more. I want to be able to talk to you about things that are not related to my conception or whatever it was, right? That's step one. Desire is backed with love and service. Step two is to believe in it. And this is where your spiritual faith is going to come in. 
So you're going to work your faith to really believe that this is possible. And then the third step is to take that action from that place of love, service, and faith and pick up the phone and create a boundary with love. And then the final step of the spiritually aligned action method is to just be patient and let people do their thing. They're going to fall off. They're going to make mistakes, but you can patiently allow them to just to just show up and be who they need to be. Okay. So just allow yourself to be free in this. Allow yourself to trust that when you set a boundary with spiritually aligned action and love, it will be honored. If it's not, you will do it again. And then if it's not, you will do it again. And if it's not, you will say, listen, I can't be around you, but I'm going to continue to set this loving boundary. If it's an unsafe relationship, remember you have the resource of calling 911 for help, getting yourself out of a situation that's unsafe physically or emotionally. Make sure that you take on the resources that are available to us. And trust that it's safe to create a boundary. It's safe to say no. It's safe to let love set in. It's safe to let love set in. And it's safe to let the universe work on your behalf when you're creating these boundaries. So make sure that you invite spirit into the experience and you will see radical shifts occur. Thank you, guys. I love you. And I really want to hear from you on this topic. Please come onto the Facebook group and just report back to me about what this specific topic means to you. Satnam, my friends. If you made it to the end of this episode, that means you're truly committed to miracles. I'm really proud of you. If you want to get more Gabby, tune in every Monday for a new episode. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the guidance or special bonus episodes. Your experience at this show means a lot to me. So I really want to welcome you to leave an honest review. And you can follow me on social media at Gabby Bernstein. And if you want to get in on the action, sign up for a chance to be Dear Gabby live at DearGabby.com. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.